Hi, this is Joel and Victoria. Thanks for downloading our podcast. We enjoy spending this time with you. I hope you'll leave inspired. Make sure you subscribe to get new messages every week. We appreciate your support. It helps keep the ministry going. Enjoy the message. Well, God bless you. It is always a joy to come into your homes. We love you, and we're believing this is going to be your best year so far. If you're ever in our area, stop by and see us. I promise you, we'll make you feel right at home. But thanks for tuning in. Thank you again for coming out today. I'd like to start with something funny, and I heard about this husband. He was quietly reading the newspaper when his wife walked up behind him and hit him on the head with a frying pan. He said, what was that for? She said, that was for the piece of paper I found in your pocket with the name Mary Lou on it. He said, oh, honey, that's just one of the horses that I bet on at the racetrack last week. She apologized and went about her business. Three days later, she walked up and hit him with a bigger frying pan. When he came to, he said, what in the world was that for? She said, your horse just called. (laughs) All right, hold up your Bible. Say it like you mean it. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I will be taught the Word of God. I boldly confess my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I will never be the same. In Jesus' name, God bless you. I want to talk to you today about living a no-excuses life. It's easy to come up with a reason why we can't be our best. I found most people have what they think is some kind of handicap, something that's holding them back. It may be something about their personality or something about their looks that they don't like, or maybe they've been through an unfair situation, a divorce, a business partner cheated them, they got a bad break. I've had people tell me, Joel, I'm just the wrong nationality. I come from the wrong family. We all have things that we feel like could be a disadvantage, things that make it harder on us. It may even be a physical handicap where you can't get around like you used to. You can't see as well. You're physically challenged in some area. But just because you have a, quote, disadvantage, just because you've been through a tough time, that doesn't mean you're supposed to sit back and settle where you are. God still has something great for you to do. You may not look like everyone else. You may not be able to do what others can do. But if you will stay in faith and not get negative toward yourself or negative toward your future, then what you think is a liability is going to turn out to be an asset. What you think is a disadvantage, God is going to turn around to be an advantage. Many of you know who Joyce Meyer is. She's a great minister, a good friend. She told how in her early days, she couldn't stand the sound of her voice. Her voice is very deep. In fact, when people used to hear her on the radio, they thought she was a man. She gets so discouraged and say, God, why do I have such an odd voice? God, why can't I just have a nice, polite, feminine voice? But over the years, she began to realize that her voice is so distinct, it makes her stand out. When people hear it, it draws their attention. What she thought was a liability ended up being an asset. 
You need to quit looking at yourself as being odd and start seeing yourself as being unique. You are not too tall or too short. You are just the right size. You have just the right personality, just the right looks, just the right talents. When God made you, he wasn't having a bad day. He made you like you are on purpose. When God got finished creating you, he stepped back and said, that was good. I like that. Another masterpiece. And sure, there are things about us that we may not like, things that we wish were different, but you can't allow that to cause you to get sour and keep you from pursuing your dreams. I think about my mother. She had polio as a child. She had to wear braces on her legs. Today, one of her legs is much smaller than the other one. When she goes to buy shoes, she has to buy two pairs because her feet are two different sizes. But one thing I've always loved about my mother is she has never let that stop her from pressing forward. She could have easily been kind of embarrassed by it. She could have shrunk back and tried to hide it, let it cause her to feel less than. But she never did that. She has this no excuses mentality. She knows she's been made in the image of Almighty God. Growing up, that never stopped her from wearing shorts, never stopped her from wearing dresses. She still wears dresses today. 75 years old, still showing off her legs. <laughs> that, don't let her fool you, she loves it. <laughs> that never stopped her from doing things like working in the yard. It never stopped her from praying for other people that needed healing. She could have thought, I can't pray for them to get well. My legs are not well. No, you don't have to be perfect for God to use you. You've got to take the hand that you've been dealt and make the very most of it. Believe that God turns it around. Believe that he'll bring healing. But even if it doesn't happen, you can still honor God by being the best that you can be right where you are. My sister Lisa was born with something like cerebral palsy. The doctors told my parents that she'd never be able to walk, never be able to feed herself. They said, you might as well get prepared to take care of a disabled child. Of course, my parents were devastated. They prayed, they believed, they stood in faith. And little by little, Lisa got better and better. Today, she's perfectly normal. She's on staff with us here, ministers for us many times. I have another friend by the name of David Ring. You may know him. He's a minister. Like Lisa, he too was born with cerebral palsy. But God's plan for his life was different. David Ring didn't get healed. When he talks, it takes him three or four times as long to get the words out. When he walks, his legs and arms don't function like most of ours. He could have easily sat at home and thought, too bad for me. I've got this disability. My speech is slow. I can't get around. God, I thought you wanted me to do something great. I thought you wanted me to be a minister. I must have been wrong. I've got this handicap. No, you've got to know David Ring. There's nothing that slows him down. He goes all over the world speaking to thousands of people, telling them about the goodness of God and about how they too can overcome any obstacle. When he gets up to speak, it's very difficult to understand. As I said, he speaks very slowly. But I love the way he always starts. He says, 
my name is David Ring. What's your excuse? (laughs) Think about this. Lisa was healed from cerebral palsy and she's honoring God with her life. David Ring is living with cerebral palsy and he's honoring God with his life. What am I saying? You've got to take what God's given you and make the very most of it. You cannot sit around thinking, why did this happen to me? Why did she get healed and I didn't get healed? Why did my marriage not work out? Why do my neighbors have power and I still don't? (laughs) Quit focusing on all the whys. Faith is all about trusting God even when you don't understand it. And the fact is, God could have healed David just like he healed my sister Lisa. But God is a sovereign God. I don't claim to understand it all, but I do know this. God is a good God. He has a great plan for your life, a destiny for you to fulfill. And no matter how many disadvantages come your way, no matter how many setbacks try to pull you down, if you'll shake off the self-pity, shake off the blame, dig your heels in and keep pressing forward, then no setback, no disadvantage, no handicap can keep you from becoming everything that God's created you to be. And I'm asking you today to get rid of the excuses. Quit dwelling on your disappointments and how unfair it was and who hurt you. No, God has something great right where you are. There are no handicaps except in our mind. But too many people are waiting for God to remove everything and make them perfect. Then they're going to pursue their dreams. Then they're going to go after their destiny. No, you need to go after your destiny right now. Honor God with what you have. He wants to take that liability and turn it into an asset. But here's what you have to accept. God may not remove it, but he will use it to your advantage. In the scripture, there was a man that was born blind. Some people were asking Jesus, why was he born this way? Whose fault was it, his or his parents? They were trying to find somebody to blame, some reason, some excuse. We tend to do the same type of things today. But I love the way Jesus answered. It's found in John 9, verse 3. He said, it's not anybody's fault, not his nor his parents, The reason he was born this way was so that the goodness of God could be displayed. Jesus is saying, when you have a setback, when life deals you a tough blow, don't get bitter. Don't settle there. Recognize you are a prime candidate for God to show his favor and goodness through. In other words, if you feel like you have a disadvantage, if you feel like you have a disability, a handicap, Instead of saying, oh man, it's not fair, God. No, your attitude should be, God, I'm ready. I know you have something great in store and I refuse to live defeated and depressed. I know this disadvantage is simply another opportunity for you to show up and show out. That's exactly what a young man did by the name of Tony Melendez. He was born without any arms. As a little boy, he had a desire to play the guitar. Something on the inside said, you're supposed to sing and write music. Tony didn't know any better. Instead of saying, too bad for me. I'd love to play the guitar, but I don't have any arms. No, his attitude was, I may not have any arms, but I do have feet. I may not have any fingers, but I do have 10 toes. 
Tony learned to play the guitar with his feet. You may have seen him. He can play better with his feet than most of us can play with our hands. What am I saying? When God puts a dream in your heart, when he puts a promise on the inside, he deposits in you everything you need to accomplish that dream. God wouldn't have given Tony the desire without giving him the ability. It just wasn't the, quote, normal way, the way most of us would be used to. And Tony had to be bold enough to say, I am living a no-excuses life. Yes, this may look like a handicap. Yes, in the natural, I may have a disadvantage. But I know with God, there are no handicaps. I know when God made me, He wasn't having a bad day. He made me with a purpose, with a destiny to fulfill. And I'm going to do my best to bring honor to Him. He has that can-do mentality. But some of you today are sitting there thinking of all the reasons why you can't become everything God's created you to be. Well, Joel, I'm not tall enough. I'm not that talented. My voice is odd. No, all those things that you think are disadvantages are really advantages just waiting to come to life. Today, Tony has unprecedented favor. There's all kinds of opportunity to sing and share his story of faith. What's happening? Because he had this no excuses mentality, because he didn't see himself as handicapped, God's using him to do great things. And the truth is, none of us will ever have to face most likely anything that dramatic. Our biggest issue is we think our nose is too big or we're too short or I went through a divorce, Joel. That's my handicap. That's why I'm coasting. No, you've got to shake that off. If you will have this no excuses mentality and keep pressing forward, God will take every liability and he'll turn it into an asset. I remember even when I first started ministering, I didn't think that I had the right personality to do this. I'm really laid back and easygoing. My mother has said she has never seen me angry a day in my life. And in my mind, to be a good minister, you needed to get mad every once in a while. You needed to have that dynamic, outgoing personality. And I said, God, you're going to have to change me. I have a disadvantage. I'm quiet. I'm soft-spoken. I'm more reserved. Even my father, he was more of a fireball and he could get the crowd worked up. I've seen these other ministers and they have great voices and they preach these deep theological messages that are so eloquent. They can move the whole congregation just the way they enunciate the words. And they're so dramatic. And I think here I've got this Southern draw and I just get up here and talk so normally. And when my father went to be with the Lord, I said, God, I don't know. I'll try. I'll see what happens. But what I thought would be a liability turned out to be an asset. I realized that God made me I begin to realize that God made me like this on purpose. No, I don't have the booming voice. No, I don't have the dynamic personality. No, I don't preach the fancy sermons. But one thing I do have is the good looks. (laughs) All right, I couldn't resist. (laughs) Oh, boy. I hope you know I'm kidding, but... Listen, God uses what we think are weaknesses. Do you know how many people write and say, Joel, the reason we like to listen 
is because your messages are so easy to understand, because you're calm, because your voice is so soothing. Well, let me ask you, what is it that you think is your handicap? What is it that's keeping you from really believing in yourself, really pressing in to your divine destiny? Well, I'm not tall enough, or I'm not that attractive, or Joel, I've made a lot of mistakes, or I wasn't raised in a good environment like you were. Listen, God knew the way you would be raised. He knew the mistakes that you would make. God knew all the issues we would have to face, our struggles, our weaknesses, our inadequacies. We are no surprise to God. And many times, what you think is a handicap is the very thing God will use to get you into your divine destiny. In the scripture, there was a man by the name of Zacchaeus. He had a liability. He had a disadvantage. Something was holding him back. You know what it was. He was too short. He didn't measure up to everyone else. This is something that he had to deal with his whole life. No doubt growing up in school, the other children kind of teased him, made fun of him. Hey, shorty. Hey, peanut. How's the weather down there? I can imagine year after year, he goes around kind of feeling like on the inside, something's wrong with him, a little bit insecure, thinking, God, why can't I be normal? Why can't I be like everyone else? But understand, God makes us like we are on purpose. Many of you know who Cindy Crawford is. She's a famous model. She's the one that has that very distinct mole on her face. Now, I read where when she first started modeling, some of the advisors and different makeup artists They tried to get her to remove the mole. They saw it as a blemish, as a distraction, as something that made her less than perfect. They even showed her how easy it would be to remove it electronically. But she would never allow them to do it. She said, if you take away this mole, I'll just look like every other pretty girl. I love the fact that she liked her mole. Other people saw it as odd, but she saw it as unique. She saw it as something God gave her that made her distinct. Instead of looking at what you think is a liability, you need to get a new perspective and start seeing how it could be an advantage. I realize now my personality of being laid back, easygoing, soft-spoken, that's not a liability, that's an asset. And for me to change and try to be something else, that would end up being a disadvantage. Your personality may be just the opposite. And you think, man, why am I so bold? Why am I straightforward and to the point? Listen, you have what you need to succeed. You have the looks you need. Quit looking at that birthmark and thinking, oh man, if I just didn't have this birthmark and of all places on my face, no, that makes you distinct. Well, if I just wasn't so short. No, I read where short people live an average of 10 years longer than tall people. Quit complaining. (laughs) If you're tall... That just means you're going to go to heaven 10 years before us. Quit complaining. (laughs) What I'm saying is there are no disadvantages with our God. One day Zacchaeus heard that Jesus was coming through his town. All the people were lined up on the streets trying to get a glimpse of him. Here Zacchaeus didn't have a chance. He's standing at the back. He can't see over anyone. He could have easily thought, just my luck. God, I can't stand being short. Why'd you make me this way? No, Zacchaeus simply did what he had done his whole life. When he couldn't reach what others could reach, he'd get a ladder. When he couldn't see over others, he would find a stool. 
is a pain. It was a disadvantage. But watch how God works. There wasn't a ladder out there, obviously. He couldn't find a stool, so he climbed up in a tree. Now he's got the prime view. He's sitting at the 50-yard line. Isn't it interesting? Any of those other people could have climbed up in a tree. Matter of fact, they probably could have got up there easier than he did. They didn't need to. His disadvantage was turned into an advantage. When Jesus came walking down the street, he saw hundreds of people. But when he looked up and saw Zacchaeus in the tree, that got his attention. He said, hey, Zacchaeus, come on down. I'm going to go to your house and have dinner. Here's my point. If Zacchaeus would have been a, quote, normal size, he wouldn't have been noticed. Jesus passed by hundreds, possibly thousands. But because Zacchaeus had what he thought was a handicap, it caused him to do something differently. And it ended up not being a liability, but an asset. I read about this young boy. His dream was to play professional baseball. He was extremely gifted. All through junior high and high school, he was by far the most talented player in his league. Professional scouts were regularly at his games. But one day he had a farming accident and he lost his whole forefinger and most of his middle finger. It was on the hand that he threw the ball with. It looked like his baseball days were over. But this young man had this no excuses mentality. He learned how to throw the ball without these two fingers. If you know anything about baseball, those are your two main throwing fingers. He'd always been a third baseman But one afternoon during practice, the coach was standing behind him. And as he threw the ball from third to first base, the coach noticed how much movement there was on the ball. And he thought, if the ball moves that much, how could a batter possibly hit it? So he moved him from the third base to the pitcher's position. Mordecai Brown went on to become one of the great pitchers in all of Major League Baseball. Think about it. What he thought was a liability turned out to be an asset. The way he threw the ball without these two fingers gave him an edge. Only God knows how to take what should be a disadvantage and turn it into an advantage. There are things in all of our lives that we feel like are liabilities. It may not be something physical, but even the way we were raised, a disappointment we went through, a setback. We think, if only that hadn't have happened. If only I could do it again. No, if you'll stay in faith, nothing in life will happen to you. It'll happen for you. We need to get rid of all the if only thoughts. If only I didn't have that accident, then I could pursue my dreams. If only I were taller, Joel, then I'd feel good about myself. If only I were a different nationality. No, those thoughts will keep you from your destiny. Tony Melendez could be sitting at home right now thinking, if only I had arms. If only I was, quote, normal, then I could play the guitar. Then I could touch a lot of people. David Ring could be thinking, if only I didn't have this cerebral palsy. If only my speech wasn't so slow, then I bet I'd make a great minister. No, let's recognize, as far as God is concerned, there are no handicaps. What you think is trying to pull you down may very well be the thing that God uses to lift you up. This is just what happened to Joseph. He spent 13 years in prison for something that he did not do. It was a terrible disadvantage, a terrible injustice. 
But do you realize that's what God used to promote him? It may look like a handicap in our eyes, but with God, there are no handicaps. That is not going to keep you from your destiny. If you'll stay in faith, it's going to launch you into your destiny. I have people write me from other countries a lot. They say things like, Joel, if only I lived in America. If only I had that kind of opportunity. And I understand what they're saying because this is a great place to live. But you have to realize God has given you what you need to succeed right where you are. God knew where you would be born. He knew what nationality you would be. He knew the obstacles you would have to overcome. And the good news is God has already equipped you. He has already empowered you. You are anointed. You are strong. You have the favor of God surrounding you right now. Don't make a mistake of waiting till you get to another location before you decide to become everything God's created you to be. If you'll shake off the self-pity and believe that God's directing your steps, believe that you have what it takes, believe that the most powerful force in the universe is on the inside, when you do that, every liability will be turned to an asset. I heard about this young man. He was born without a right hand. One day he was at the doctor's office having a physical so he could play football. The doctor asked him what his handicap was. He said, sir, I don't have a handicap. I just don't have a right hand. I love that attitude. I don't have a handicap. I just play the guitar with my feet. I don't have a handicap. I just speak a little slower. I don't have a handicap. I'm just not as tall as somebody else. Friends, I'm asking you to live this no excuses life. That means you are not going to go around dwelling on what's wrong with you and all the reasons why you can't be happy. Well, Joel, my personality's odd. I went through this breakup in a relationship. No, your destiny didn't get thrown out because you had a setback. You didn't get disqualified because you're too this or too that. God knew you would be where you are before the foundation of time. You need to get a new perspective. Have the attitude, I refuse to live with a handicap mentality. This may not be fair. It may look like a disadvantage, but I'm not going around feeling sorry for myself. I'm shaking off self-pity. I'm shaking off every disappointment and I'm going to become everything God has created me to be. And if you'll live a no excuses life, then no matter what comes your way, God will turn it around for your good. He will take every stumbling block and turn it into a stepping stone. It may look like a liability, but just like Zacchaeus, in the end, it'll turn out to be an asset. Some of you today, you've lost your fire. You've lost your enthusiasm. You need to stir up what God's put on the inside. Remember, there are no disadvantages with our God. You have everything you need to succeed. No weapon formed against you is ever going to prosper. And as you rise up with this no excuses mentality, let me just declare over you what's going to happen. You're going to see God's favor in a greater way. New doors are going to begin to open. Supernatural opportunities are coming your way. Divine connections. You're going to be at the right place at the right time. What was meant for your harm, God's going to use to your advantage. You're going to overcome every obstacle. You're going to defeat every enemy. You're going to see every dream, every desire God's put in your heart. I declare it in the name of Jesus. It will come to pass. Do you receive it today? 
Thank you for listening to the Joel Osteen Podcast. Help us continue to share the message of hope with those all over the world. Visit joelosteen.com slash give hope to give a gift today. Thanks so much for listening to today's message. I hope you'll subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to keep you inspired all through the week. We're praying for you. I know God's best is still ahead. We'll see you next time.